You are now listening to the Soul Power to the People podcast with Tess Frigera, your Soul Powered Executive Coach. This podcast is designed to make soul power a normal topic of conversation. What makes us divine and how can it empower your life and business? For season three, we are diving deep into the stories of entrepreneurs and business owners who powered through the 2020 lockdown and emerged even stronger. So get ready to be inspired, get ready to be empowered, get ready to take action as we explore how to elevate your soul power and create success no matter what. Hello, Soul Powered Leaders. We are back once again at Soul Power to the People podcast. And uh, as you know, our mission here at Soul Power to the People podcast is to return soul power to the people. But yeah, we're going to talk about today with our guest. I really want to focus on the shift from fear power to soul power. That's what 2020 revealed to all of us. That, you know, we've had enough of that tyranny. We've had enough of the control and manipulation. We've had enough of living in fear, debilitating fear of being stuck and able to move forward. And so Jill Hart is our guest today. It's so amazing that we both have a podcast very much aligned into this message of transcending the fear and embodying who we really are and really claiming it, really claiming our leadership from the soul level. Am I right, Jill? Absolutely, Tess. You are right on the money there. And it really did happen in like 2020. It, it something shifted and it it shifted around the globe. I mean, there is not a person mm-hmm. that didn't feel it. They may deny it, but you just can't deny the shift that happened in terms of empowering people. I mean, I know the plague was terrible and horrible and lots of bad things happened. Lots of bad things happened all the time. But the good that happened in that was just... It has changed so many lives. And I think that's what we're all about is just like shining the flashlight on how great things are because of the potential that was released by people recognizing that they were trapped in these boxes of, for me personally, it was religion. I had gone down the Torah, Torah Roots movement. I was just like, I felt like the world was ending, that there was no hope, that we'd gone off the cliff and we were just waiting for the the tough landing. And and I blamed it on the new world order. <laughs> but as as we went through 2020, I started to see people stepping into them their power and and stepping mm-hmm. up to help each other with things like uh, health issues or uh, mental health issues or just uh, you know even business coaches started mm-hmm. sharing sharing in a way that really did produce results rather than just trying to make money off of each other and i knew that especially with the life health and transformational coaches I just had to be part of that because I really felt like what they were doing 
what they are doing is changing the world. It's changing how we interact with each other, how we present ourselves to the world. And and it's empowering each of us, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, to to step into being and owning who we are. I love that. And Jill, thank you so much for that. You know, seasons one and two of this podcast was all about focusing on the crimes against humanity, creating awareness. And so for this season, it's all about elevating our consciousness and creating success no matter what, no matter what they try to impose on us. And I believe if we step into our higher power, into our soul power, and it's a collective rise right now, I believe, we can do it. I want you to talk about more about the new world order and your podcast and introduce yourself. But before before I do that, I want to just quote a friend's post today. This is Chris. Thank you for this, Chris. It says, it no longer works to debate with people about right or wrong, to keep your old stories alive by constantly retelling them, to hang on to past offenses, to commiserate with others about injustices or wrongdoings, spend time in judgment, wish things were different, try to get someone to see your point of view, or try to change others, but instead to drop your attachment, and for me, instead, rise in soul power. I really believe that is the key to creating a world that doesn't just benefit a few, but benefits the whole humanity and guarantees our existence (laughs) past 2020 and beyond. It's really a genocide. And please introduce yourself, Jill. Yeah. (laughs) I'm Jill Hart. I'm the Coach's Alchemist and host of the You World Order, not to be confused with the New World Order. <laughs> well, tell We're, us a little bit of story why you chose that name for your podcast. Well, I chose the name because I was really, I, as I said before, I was... I was trapped in a paradigm that wasn't serving me very well. And it was making me feel small and disempowered. When I, when I realized that, you know, I have all the power. What I, the reality I'm living is the reality I've created. I worked hard to create that reality and it, it was awful. (laughs) So I decided to create a different reality. One that, was empowering not only to me but to others and my mission to to help these life health and transformational coaches get their message out to the world because i really feel like if they can get seen and heard and find clients that as they touch other individuals with their transformations those individuals if if a coach helps a mom change her life and really step into who she is and become aligned and and on the path that she's supposed to be on instead of the path that she was allowed to be pushed into, then her kids become affected and their kids' friends become affected. And the whole world changes because of that one connection. And as more and more coaches touch more and more lives, it, it just, the ripple effect is incredible. It, it it really is changing the whole way the world is. And that's why I have my podcast and I showcase what these coaches are doing, how they're doing it and how they're helping people. And we talk about all kinds of wild and crazy things. And I'm so into the woo that 
<laughs> drives some people crazy, but I love it. I think we are so powerful as human beings. We can create the realities we want to live in. And I'm proof myself because my life is amazing right now. And I'm I'm being who I was meant to be, not who I felt like I should be. Yes. So the U World Order podcast is new 2023, correct? Yeah, it just started in April. But we've wow. we've interviewed over 250 coaches so far. And Already? we have wow. I think 160 or 70 episodes have already dropped. Do you do daily then? What are I do six days a week right now, and we'll do starting in March. We're gonna pull it back to just five days a week. But there are so many coaches out there who have all of them have a unique story, and they're so interesting. And they just have you know, two people could be doing sort of the same thing, but they have such a unique approach. That's totally different. And, you know, not everybody's everybody's cup of tea. And, you know, once you get comfortable with that fact matter, you just need to get your voice out there and the people that are supposed to be attracted to you will be attracted to you and they'll, they'll do business with you. But if you're, you know, worried about being all things to all people, you're, you're not going to be able to get your message through the, the noise of everybody else out there. Absolutely. And uh, how do you tie in your business, The Coaches Alchemist, to the podcast? I empower life, health, and transformational coaches to be the change they want to see in the world. And I do it three ways. I have a community where they can get support, network, and collaborate to really um, hone their message and share with other coaches. And there's a little bit of coaching in that that community where I help them figure out how to attract clients with podcasts. Then I also feature them on my podcast and I do have a coaching program that helps them attract clients with podcasts because it's not just like you can go on any old podcast and tell people what they're, what you're doing. Your people will magically appear. Not all podcasts are created equal, let me tell you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I haven't really uh, taken a look at that angle yet. I have uh, My podcast was born out of frustration, uh, you know, like I mentioned earlier, because of so many things going on. Um, anyway, I don't need to re- retell all that. that. That would be a curious thing to look into using the podcast to attract clients and monetizing it. And that's something I need to consider for myself. What was your business like before 2020? How did 2020 show up for you? A friend or a fall? <laughs> or both? I don't know how I would classify it. It was just like a life shifting. It was the tower card for sure. <laughs> Okay, for those who don't do tarot, what is the tower card? I know, I know what the tower card is. I've gotten them myself many times and I just laugh because I'm like, oh, yay, thank you. It's time to really deconstruct the old and create space for something new. But in your own words, what is a what is a tower that's, card? That's exactly it. It's just like the, it's a, a cataclysm of of some of some sort that just totally reshapes your whole world. It tears down the old paradigm, and a new paradigm comes. That's in my case better. I mean, it, 
absolutely better. Before 2020, I was building websites and creating courses, low ticket items, selling on Warrior Plus, and I just doing um, closing for other coaches out there. That was another thing I was doing. But after 2020, it was just like I left Christianity, closed the door on it totally, and stepped totally into the woo. It's just like, I believe energy is everything. We're all connected. Doesn't matter. I'm not going to argue with people about what they believe. It just doesn't matter to me anymore. I have some fundamental beliefs that, you know, we're all sovereign over our own bodies. And I believe that we have total control over our own bodies in terms of healing ourselves. We have so much power. And if we just embrace that power and step into it and just listen to our intuitions and and to our thoughts, if we can control our thoughts, then we can control our realities because a reality is what our thoughts actually form our reality. Two people can have experienced the same event and the reality for each of them will be different. It's just the way life works. I love it. So now you left Christianity completely went to the woo. I have so many questions around that, but are you familiar with the spiral dynamics? I am not. Enlighten okay. me. <laughs> there was a training I did last week or the week before. And one of the stages that they described is uh, the woo part of it or the magic, right? So you know, when 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 you used to placate a god, then it's still, you know, our outwardly, it, we're still not owning our own worth, and that's anyway. It's a good thing to to look into because turquoise, we're we're all part of one another, and we're all elevating each other. And when you're when you worship a god, it's outward. Mm-hmm. And and you're trying to do things to placate that God. Whereas mm-hmm. in the woo, it's, uh, you are God. You are a creator. You have the ability to determine what your environment's going to be like. And mm-hmm. you never plant in the same season you reap. So you, you, so you plant whatever you want to harvest later now and then you're still going to go through the situation you're in but if you've planted the seeds eventually you're going to get a harvest from those seeds and you know it depends on the soil and it depends on how you water it and depends on a lot of things what that end product's going to look like but you have power over making what you want your life to look like just by imagining it and it 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 starts with going inward and and recognizing that you have the power and the responsibility religion mm-hmm. tends to take away the responsibility aspect of the things that you do or say and you know the quote you had earlier about people um not fighting with each other over stuff i mm-hmm. i totally am with that, it, it with the time for arguing is done. People are going to believe what they're going to believe, and it's okay. They're on their own path. 
You don't have to believe that. You can have your boundaries. And if it bothers you, don't have them in your periphery. Don't look. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, and don't complain too, right? Don't complain uh, and, and say that you're a victim of circumstances when you don't want to rise up and take responsibility. Like um, I think you said earlier, the reality I live in is the reality I created. And this is the beautiful part about the spiral dynamics. And I just want to go back and uh, talk about the, the different level. So I looked it up just because I can't explain it myself. <laughs> Beige is all about survival, instinct, and reactive. Purple is magic, tribal, and rituals. And I think when we use magic and tribal and rituals to appease a god then i agree with that but i think um anyway let, let me go on here red is about power ego materialism blue is structure law and order moral code orange a lot of the coaches are in orange achievement and strategy the peak performance coaches especially and there are a lot of green also green consciousness coaches about community equality collaboration and yet it still doesn't work and we then rise up to yellow which is all about integration perspective emotional intelligence and um the last one uh turquoise is spirituality compassion and ecology now this is not a target point for you know, we are always in that spiral at any point of time, depending on whether we're feeling good and really excited. Um, this weekend, someone uh, painted us while we were singing guitar and playing playing and singing guitar and, and a renowned artist painted us. Oh my God, where was I? I was in turquoise. I was feeling the energy of co-creation. We were creating an art and in the same token, we were being literally created into art by an artist. It was like, whoa, but on stressful situations, you know, we go down a little bit. That's why during pandemic, I was like, I almost lost the relevance of my message, soul-powered leadership. Because I saw everyone bowing down and forgetting all about the awakening process that they have just been through. And here they are, like, just giving their freedom away. I'm like, what is going on? And so all that is a necessary step, I believe, in our stage of consciousness, in, in the evolution of our consciousness. And there's no right or wrong way or good or bad. It's just stages of development. And I think the, the purple, the magic, the tribal and rituals, the woo, and all of this is because you mentioned woo. I think when, when we integrate that and make it become part of our power, as what I'm hearing you say, is a necessary thing for us to reconcile into our higher potentialities. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And a, a word about magic. Magic is just science that hasn't been explained or that you cannot personally explain. It's Thank it's not that. something that's like demonic or something. It's just, it's the way things work. When I talk about, I think everything is energy. Well, 
Mm-hmm. You can prove that scientifically. Everything is energy. Everything is made of atoms and atoms are made of electrons. And the thing that makes things stick together is electrons transferring. I love mm-hmm. science. It's just like everything can be explained with science, but most people take like bits and pieces of it and think, oh, that can't possibly be true. And so therefore it's magic. Well, not magic. I mean, magnets could be magic. <laughs> we don't know how they work. <laughs> oh, there's so much talk about science and uh, do you believe in science? Anyway, go back to our questions. Okay. <laughs> uh, personally and uh, your business, what were the challenges you experienced in 2020? Um, I really didn't experience challenges. Well, let me put it, I, I do, I did experience some challenges. It was the internet. I suddenly had to share the internet with my daughter and her boyfriend. <laughs> and we live in the country, so internet's always a little bit touchy. But when you have to share it with other people, with the Wi-Fi, and you're trying to do stuff online, <laughs> mm. that was a challenge. So you were isolated. You were in rural area that yeah. you I really worked did online for since the beginning of the internet. So oh, it's it. it really wasn't anything different for me that way. Mm-hmm. But I I did love the fact that Zoom has become like the standard, the gold standard, and people are really comfortable with topping on Zoom now. Whereas before it was a little challenging before the pandemic, people didn't know about it. It was still there. I I used mm-hmm. it before. It's it's really opened up the world. Right. Well, talk to me about, because I kind of cut you off with the Christianity and rule. What was the pivotal moment for you? Okay, this is going to be the part that you might want to cut out, but I came, <laughs> to, I, probably I, came, <laughs> I came to the realization that Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament, was the false prophet that they were talking about. And if you read the New Testament, I mean, I studied the Bible like you wouldn't believe for 20 years. And I read all the apocryphal stuff. It's not like I came to the conclusion that it's all a crock lightly. I tried to live out everything that the Bible said. I didn't do Christmas for like seven years. When I when I say that I left, it wasn't just like, uh, you know, it was something that, you know, didn't mean a lot to me. But once I, I realized that you could read the New Testament, you can read Paul's epistles and you can read everybody else's. And everybody else is arguing against what Paul's saying. It's just like, and once you see that, you can't unsee it. Mm -hmm. And if that's not, everything that he said is pathetical to the Old Testament. He's like, you don't have to do the sacrifices anymore. And you don't have to do the feasts. And you don't, and Christmas is fine. And Easter is fine. Easter is also you know, it's all about Tammuz. It's just like, it's just like everything that came out of his mouth, everything he wrote down, absolutely 180 degrees opposite of what Jesus said and what the other apostles who actually knew Jesus said. Mm. Like you, uh, talking about this on a podcast interview yesterday, from kindergarten to college, I attended a Catholic education but at some point, I had to unplug because that's 
not really what Jesus' message is. Now, though, I haven't been to church in a long time. And uh, the last one, mm, I think it may have been Christmas of last year. We went to church and I stood up and and, uh, and left. When I could see the messaging was all about obey and compliance. I can't be under someone's leadership when it's the messaging is obey and comply. And I don't think that's the message of Jesus too. They turn Christianity, to your point, um, really upside down in a way that makes heaven almost unreachable when in fact what I learned through my own journey is that heaven is here right now. We just need to open up to it. But in the re- in the recent weeks, I have gone back to church, not because their message has changed, and not not the Catholic church that I'm used to going. I I went to a church that wore jeans and didn't have a whole lengthy homily that sounds more like an admonition. And in their message, I could see that what I learned in coaching, they adapted so that their message is change is possible. Now, I can stand behind a church like that where they're using NLP and change is possible. But, you know, there is still there, you know, the, the message of heaven and hell and Satan and stuff like that. And this will be a longer, much longer podcast if we dwell into that, because you'll have your own perspective. I'll have my own perspective. But what we're trying to impart here at Soul Power to the People podcast is look inside of yourself. What is your truth? Don't believe what I'm saying. Don't believe what Jill's saying. Yeah. Discover your own truth for yourself. And, and discover it in a way that empowers you. Take your power. Take responsibility for your life. You can control it. If you want to have, you talk about Satan. Satan is a scapegoat. A scapegoat is designed to relieve you of personal responsibility. I'm here to tell you, take it back. Take hmm. back responsibility for the good, bad, and the ugly in your life. And you will have the power to do what you want in your life. It starts with taking inventory. Where are you? What do you believe? What do you want to believe? Because it's really about what you want to believe. It doesn't matter what I believe. It doesn't matter what you believe, Tess. It just matters what each individual believes and chooses to believe that will shape their life in a way that allows them to be the person that they were sent here to be. I think everybody feels that they have a mission when they come here. We all go through trauma of some sort or another. I mean, nobody gets through childhood without being traumatized. The trauma is the lesson. You can learn something from it. It it develops you. It's like the crucible that grinds you down, but makes you this, this usable person. And, and you have something, everyone has something special to offer to the collective because we are all connected. No matter what what you believe, and no matter if you are a good person or a bad person by whoever standards there are out there, mm. you have something to contribute. You came here for a purpose. 
Yeah, I just want to highlight what you just said there, because a belief is just a belief. It's something we made up. It's not the absolute truth. And the absolute truth, you can find that out for yourself. Don't believe what others pass onto you through generations, through cultural programming, through religious programming. If we still have those constructs that others imposed on us, how can we be free? And how can we be the glory of God, the temple of God, you know, embodied in this flesh. If there is some conflict within you that says this is one thing and this is one thing, you, you got to reconcile that for you, for yourself. Otherwise, you're not in charge of your own life. And again, we're becoming victims of life instead of an expression of life. You know, the four levels of consciousness. We, we talked about stages of consciousness. Now I'm going to talk about the four levels of consciousness. Life is happening to me. Woo, boo, 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 right? It's like a victim mentality. Life is happening to me. Why is this happening to me? Life is happening for me. Now we're partners with the universe. Now it's a friendly universe. Life is happening through me. Ooh, that's amazing. Like you are a conduit of life force energy. You are a part of source and never separate from source life force energy itself. And then life is happening as me. Oh, beautiful. And the journey to that is very individual and also collective. But the collective right now, you, you can really feel it's so tangible, the uprising of consciousness. And you and I are part of that. What's that going to look like? We don't know. but And we only Exciting, know by though. stepping into our soul path. And that's, that's the exciting part of what they created in 2020. They thought we're going to get paralyzed in fear. And it was true for a minute. Yeah. And now we're all bouncing back. It's it just like zing back. It wasn't just like bounce a little bit. It's like way off the charts on the other right? side. People said, oh, I don't like this feeling. <laughs> yes, zoom. <laughs> Absolutely. And what was your Zoom? What was What were your shifts? I just gave myself freedom. I got a tattoo when I was 62, just last year. And hmm. it's the only tattoo I ever had. Funny stories around that. Um, my, I went back to see my dad, who's like 87. Then my sister, who's 60 something also. She's like, oh, dad, Jill got a tattoo. <laughs> She's totally telling on me. <laughs> during my dad's my dad's whole who he is he's he's very anti-tattoos anti-piercings all all of those things i thought they were going to disown me when i i did a second piercing in only one ear I, that was just like way too much for my parents back in the 70s <laughs> which was a period of beige I can remember thinking that the 70s, when I was in the 70s, the 70s are beige. The 60s were bright and colorful and things were shifting, but the 70s, it's just beige. And so you said that you've already been in the digital world even before the whole world shifted to Zoom and online. I, I, I was online when online was just a series of bulletin boards. We were building computers and 
hooking up to telephone wires and I, oh that was been, your profession wow it wasn't my profession but I was connected it was my husband's at the time he was doing it and I had I I was in the workforce and computers were just coming in I was a secretary and a bookkeeper and computers were just coming in we'd had dual floppy drives we didn't have hard drives in the computers in the beginning and it was just in dos commands and the dos book i remember reading through the dos trying to figure out how to program stuff <laughs> it was just, it was it was so interesting to watch the whole internet develop i was one of aweber's first clients i remember when there wasn't a google I remember when Amazon first got started as a bookstore. Mm -hmm. I, I have a memory of all of these pieces to get to where we are right now. I remember creating websites before there was like WordPress. Wow. With and, HTML and, and, and Your stuff. clarity of recalling all that, that's amazing. It's just, it's history, but I, I'm still in the game. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'm still getting to be part of it and watching it. And and because I have all of this this bank of information and knowledge, and mm -hmm. I was also in my other life, I was I sold real estate and life insurance and all kinds of different things. I love sales. Sales is like a big part of of who I was when I was younger. Yeah, I caught and, that. You said you closed for coaches before COVID. Yeah, I I was I was just doing that online. And then I decided, you know, I could create my own programs and, and do that. But to me, selling is more about helping people than it is about trying to like get them to do stuff that's not in their best interest. I really just want to help people. And and that's how I view sales. So if you can summarize for me the lessons learned 2020 and beyond, what would they be? They would be that we can be anything we want to be. And you can you can change who you are just by making the decision that this is the path I'm going to walk on for a while. And I don't have to stay here. Give yourself permission to be you. And give yourself permission to be okay with not everybody accepting who you are. And, you know, you may lose some friends, but you'll find new friends come along that are, that are interesting because they want to walk with you on this part of your journey. You know, people I don't think are meant to necessarily be in your life forever. They might be, but they don't have to be. Yeah. A lot of uh, shifts in relationship happened. Uh... I myself, you know, talk about religion. I've lost uh, family and friends over religion, over my views, over uh, where I led myself um, towards spirituality and, and not just spirituality, but the congruence, the integrity, the reconciliation of the human and divine. You know, we, we can't be human. Oh, with all our limitation and also claim we are children of God. It's like, what is that? Why can't we can't claim both? The title of this podcast is Soul Part to the People podcast. And we've talked, we've already uh, alluded to it, but what was your reaction the first time I invited you to the show? And why did you say yes? 
I said, yes, because I think I tracked you down and said, I need to be on your podcast because <laughs> we are like, we're soul sisters. We are doing the same thing. Our mission is to just like keep spreading the message. Wake up, wake up. There's a new day dawning and, and it's going to be great. Come join us. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> amazing. And why your business? Why is your business relevant and uh, pivotal to, you mentioned uh, leading the coaches, but why? Why your business? Well, because they are making the world different. They are making a difference in, in how we interact with each other. And they are the change that I want to see in the world. Yeah, right? I, I don't feel like, I feel like they just put up this big barrier on that cliff and said, I gotcha. And we're all turning away from the cliff and we're walking into this great opportunity of, of green pastures and big trees and, and nature is important and, and we're all important and we don't have to compete with each other over trivial things. We're each individuals and we're each unique. We have what we need right inside of us. And the more that we share, the bigger the the collective um, amount of of abundance is. It's just like everybody plays off of each other and it just makes a beautiful symphony. You know, one one instrument is beautiful, but a whole bunch of them all playing in their own special way, like a violin doesn't try to be an oboe, but the violin and the oboe together are so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I just you are absolutely right. Yeah, I'm just so yeah. excited about the potential of the world right now. <laughs> so, sitting in front of you is a potential client. Mm-hmm. What's your advice for me? <laughs> you go, girl. You got this. <laughs> Join my group. Yes, you'll see you'll see me in your group in a little bit here. I almost joined earlier while I was reviewing your bio. And it's really amazing this world we are creating, not the new world order, but the new you order. The you okay. world order. The you world order. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm I am so <laughs> Talk about the uh, you know letting go of disdain and judgment and like mm, there's still that. Mm. But what's the importance of that? That you world order. Talk to us some more about that. The you world order is about individuals stepping into their power and and uplifting each other. Whereas the new world order was all about control and pushing people down and and making you feel like you're a victim rather than the human being who has all the power. If if each of us is who we were designed to be, not who we were pushed into being, then it, it's harder to control us. You can mm-hmm. only control people through fear and through competition. And mm-hmm. I have this word that I like to use. It's called coopetition. It's where you compete with yourself to be your very best at Mm. whatever your gifts are. And then you can admire and cooperate with everyone else because each of us has a gift. I was talking to somebody yesterday about apples and oranges. I'm an apple and you're an orange. If I tried to be an orange, I would fail miserably because I'm just not 
an orange. I'm an apple. And Mm -hmm. there's a certain group of people that really love apples and don't really care for oranges so much. And then there's groups of people that love oranges and they hate apples. And that's okay. If I just focus on being my best apple and you focus on being your best orange, we'll make a great fruit bowl. And then everybody has something to choose from. That's what, what the new world order is. Where, what is the most resistance to the U world order that you're hearing out there and where you are playing a big role in? I I don't actually hear any resistance to it. <laughs> really? That's yeah. awesome. I it might it's not that it's probably not out there, but I just Yeah, this, this is a, an example here of different clientele. So yours are ready to play in that you world consciousness. Mm-hmm. Whereas my clients are already leaders but don't have that authentic confidence quite yet. Because they're playing in the fear power controlled world. And how do you break out of that? Okay, any final words? Um, what's your future outlook? This is great for me to hear your, your outlook because, because you're already playing with. Next year is uh, going to be an amazing year. It's, it's destined to be another shift in consciousness kind of year for everybody. And you can you can step into it. You can embrace it. Podcasts are the way to go. They are the wave of the future. They're like radio was back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe mm-hmm. Rogan is just Rush Limbaugh in a different suit or not a mm-hmm. suit at all. But <laughs> people are using podcasts to find their ideal clients and attract them. And they're it's it's cutting edge right now. And if you know how to take the content that you've created and spread it around in strategic ways, you can you can you don't have to depend on the host to make um to get you exposure. And that's another one of the things that I help people with. But it's just like, it's again, taking responsibility for where you are and where you're going and what you're doing and just all this stuff. There's so much opportunity. So many great things are coming. (laughs) Hunger for truth and and change out there. Um, And you're right. Podcast is the new news because Mm -hmm. as we know, um, most media outlets are owned by the same people. Yeah. Owned by the new world order that just wants to child dominate eventually. The world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this is amazing. Any final words for us? That'll do it, Tess. This has been so much fun. I have really enjoyed getting to chat with you today. Thank you for having yeah. me on. Yeah. And where can people find you? They can find me at heartlifecoach.com. I know that sounds really weird, but I was going to be a life coach. <laughs> I'm trained in everything. If you do the coaches alchemist, C-O-A-C-H-S, alchemist.com, mm-hmm. you will get to a heart life coach. But mm-hmm. I I had built the site. I, I had every intention of, you know, going into life coaching. And, and then the universe had a different idea for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth, though. <laughs> And and that's one way of the universe telling us, you know, don't play small. There's so much more 
waiting for you to explore and expand into. For sure. Yeah. For sure. This has been an amazing conversation, Jill. Thank you so much for your bravery, uh, for sharing everything that you shared, for leading the coaches to how they can power, powerfully use their voice through podcasts and create the change that we so need right now. Thank you for having me. It has been my pleasure. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. I love it. I'm I'm so high whenever I have guests talking about the same thing. Tired of the old, tired of the control and tyranny, tired of the domination and really empowering one another, one another. And I get high. I get so elevated when I'm talking to my guests because I'm not the only one. But I really feel the, the collective force really shifting and changing the face of the planet into conscious leaders. So before I let you go, I just want to mention to you that I did a wonderful workshop last week. It's called Plan Your 2024 Radiance, Unleash the Inner Power That Turns Your Dreams Into Reality. So if you're tired of merely dreaming without seeing your aspirations come to life. We talked about that in this workshop, what's getting in the way, really activating, stepping into your soul power. So that's what we did at this workshop. It's uh, It entails some work on your part, some deep reflections, which I am guiding you to. So there is a recording available for you. Just go to my website at tessvergara.com and you'll see it right away on the top of the website. It's free training on plan your 2024 radiance. And I hope you take advantage of it. It's free. And all you got to do is show up for yourself. Really be committed to One, finding out what's stopping you from turning your dreams into a reality. Two, with awareness of all those blocks, and they're usually invisible, uh, usually subconscious. Once you become aware of the patterns of your thinking, being, and doing, and having, then you can make a different choice. And then we're going to activate the soul power through that recording. And I really would love for you to take advantage of it. It's on my website at www.tessvergara.com, tessvergara.com. And the workshop is called Plan Your 2024 Radiance. And that's it. I hope you have a great day and I'll see you again next week for another episode of Soul Power to the People podcast. Bye-bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Soul Power to the People podcast with Tess Vergara. We can no longer be the spectators of our own destruction. Take back your mind. Take back your voice. Take back your soul. Take back your power. Join me again next time for the next episode of Soul Power to the People.